All right, let's change gear uh, because, yeah, it might be soccer night, but it doesn't stop us from talking about that. That has been very topical today and uh, also a very big news story. Uh, it's an individual that we've spoken to a number of times on the show has been trying to knuckle down on cricket. Uh, but I can tell you that this, this has been a major shift in terms of the... Uh, the running of the game, and it seems that controversy is is never really far away from uh, what we've always termed cricket South Africa. And today, the chairperson of the interim uh, board judge, um, Jakub, um, has found himself in hot water after that recording between him as well as uh, the Times Live journalist, uh, Tisadzo Malepa, surfaced over the weekend. Now, this led to the sports minister, Natim Tato, asking the judge as well to be removed from his position as chairman of the board. And on the line, we have Judge Jakub, um, the former CSA interim board chairperson. Maybe he might even tell us exactly uh, what transpired, whether he was removed, whether he resigned, uh, so that we get the finer details. Judge, thank you for affording us this opportunity. Good evening. Good evening. Um, Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, I, I wanted to correct that at first. The minister did not re- did not remove me. I offered to resign from the board in the light of the trouble that had happened, and he accepted my resignation. And uh, the Sunday Times as well wrongly described it as minister fires. And I think that 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 part of my trouble, that accurate media reporting, is extremely important. And for you, it's fine, because you were speaking to me and asking me to clarify. Absolutely. But That's why I gave you both a, choices. A print medium reading, if you read the minister's statement, you will know that I was not fired. And for them to put a story out that I have been fired by the minister, I think is a, is a continuation of the kind of problems I have with some people in the media, not with everybody. What sort of problems are these, though? Do you think that you have been a, a, a moving target? No, no, I haven't really been a moving target. I think I've had a good relationship with the media overall. There has been this one journalist who has always been problematic in relation to making into anti-interim board reports ever since the board has been appointed uh, it takes too long to go into the history of it, but he would always get information from dissensions and put it forward as the true story without working out what really happened. And if he does work out even what really happened, he would lead with a dissension story. So when you fire somebody who is earning two or three million rand a year, Obviously, they're going to try and defend themselves, and they're going to say all sorts of things. And that's what they have been doing. And the last thing that happened, which gave rise to all this trouble, was that he sent a message to the minister to say that there are bribery allegations pending against me in the CCMA, which is completely, uh, which is, which are still pending, and that is why he asked the minister why I was appointed onto the board. Now that is irresponsible journalism, because there are actually no bribery allegations pending against me at all anywhere. Uh, so he called me because I was angry with him already, 
And he called me, and he, he wanted to discuss the matter. And he started with this. And broadly, of course, I became very angry with him because I, I, I'm okay if journalists are fine. But if journalists invent things, and I said to him, where did you get this allegation from? What is happening? Where are these bribery proceedings? And what is happening? How do you go around doing these things? And I honestly believe, you see, I understand that the media has the right to freedom of expression, and they must be able to do that. I have no trouble about that at all. But I think that I have the right to freedom of expression on, uh, as well, judge or not. I'm not doing this work as a judge. I'm doing this work for free. Uh, I didn't charge the board any money at all for all the work I've done in the last two and a half months as a citizen of this country on the basis that I wanted to improve cricket. But when lies like this are said about me, I, like any other human being, get very, very angry. So I asked him, where did you get this from? He said, it is in the media. So I said to him, it is an absolute lie. And I told him what, and, and I would not, I would not have publicized this, but he has publicized it, and now I have to defend myself. So I think that if I'm angry with a journalist, mm. I have every right, just as the journalist has a right to publish things about me, my right to freedom of expression gives me the right to say to a journalist who lies about me and other things in my view, to say to him that he is a coward and he is a liar. Maybe, and he is an opportunist, and I don't trust him, and I will not ever be able to speak to him again. So that is what I said to him. I understand that that may have done cricket South Africa harm, and therefore I should not have let my anger go away. But all I can say about that is that I'm a very passionate person. I do everything with an absolute passion, and I do actually get carried away. And it is for that reason that I apologize for the statement that, uh, uh, for the inappropriate tone of my comment, and said that his comments were also inappropriate. But in all the circumstances, in the context of that, uh, I decided that the reputational damage done to CSA was probably much more in excess of the benefit I could bring to CSA now with the result that I decided that, well, I've done a lot of work in the last two and a half months. Hopefully they'll benefit from that. The time has now come for me to, to go away. Mm. And I said to the minister that uh, I think it is right for me to step aside now, and I would like to step aside. And the minister agreed, and that is how it happened. Yeah. All right. Th- thanks for no, hundred percent, and and thanks for that indulging uh, moment there, because I wanted to to give you that opportunity before I I, I come back and ask right. you a few questions as well. Sure. So on, on on the back of it, you were of the impression that what you were having an interview for the publication for print, were you aware that you're having a publication uh, with audio that would be published then, or was it on the back of you giving the journalist the right? to publish whatever it is that you said, that we then got to land up with that uh, plus minus 39 minutes of audio between the two of you. Yeah. 
So firstly, there, there are three things I need to say about that. And sorry, these things do get complicated. A, I didn't know that he was recording. But I am not using that as an objection against him at all. Because right. I think that he called me and he recorded it. But I think it is important for everyone to know that I didn't know that he was recording. Secondly, I was speaking to him alone on a face-to-face basis. And therefore, I say I have the right to express my opinion. I did say to him that as far as I'm concerned, he can publish it. So I do not impact on the freedom of the media. I accept that he had the right to record and he had the right to publish the recording in terms of freedom, his freedom of expression. The trouble I have is that in terms of my freedom of expression, I think I too have the right to be angry. And the problem I have is that the journalists are coming to the conclusion, wrongly in my view, that I am stultifying journalism when, if you look at the telephone call, I said to him very, very clearly that he can publish if he wishes. Mm. And I have made it quite clear generally. You know, everybody against whom publications are made, and you know that, will normally say, I never said this, this didn't happen, the recording is a mess, he was wrong to publish it, he, uh, I didn't give him consent to do it, all sorts of technical things. I am not making a technical objection. I accept that my comments are inappropriate. I am a human being. I accept I was angry because I am a passionate sort of guy. And I accept that I reacted angrily to him. And I still think that he is opportunistic. He is a liar. And I think since he has published the allegation, I can now repeat that I was justified in the allegations made against him because he had no business to say that there were bribery allegations pending against me when they were not. And and, and, and when you you look at that scenario now and the conduct towards a journalist of any kind, I I mean, yourself, Judge, have you had an interaction like that before with any journalist? And do you believe that that kind of behavior is something that we can expect of anybody who holds higher office? I think that you, you, you can't hold high office people to any standards. I have not had any such association with any journalist because I think that no journalist has lied like that. So I really think that sometimes you expect too much of people of high office. And I think that if somebody lies about you, you have a right to be angry, and you have a right to call him a liar, whether you are a judge or not, provided that you are not working as a judge at the time. Absolutely. I'm a retired judge. I've been retired for a very long time. But that does not give the journalist carte blanche to lie about me. And then the alternative I have is to make a big, the are processes, I make a big application, spend a lot of time. It goes before the journalist council, etc., etc. They'll decide what was said. But I, I think that in these circumstances, many a human being, and if you were a judge, 
even you would have been angry, and I would credit your right to be angry. So I, I have not had trouble with any other journalist, and I've had difficult interviews with many journalists in my life, and that is in my favor because it just shows how far this guy went to lie to push me to that point. I am a human being, uh, but, and, 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 and I accept that the conversation was inappropriate. I have apologized for it. I agree it should not have happened, but I am not ashamed of it. And I maintain that what I said about him was right. So you maintain, uh, Judge, that uh, he's, he's, a, he's an idiot, he's a liar. Yes, he's uh, an idiot and a liar, quite right. So you'd repeat that on any platform, on any time, and any day, because that is how you well, feel. Uh, well, and, and, I'm saying that and, be- before he published it, yes. I would not have repeated it on any platform because it was a matter face-to-face with him, and I'm very straightforward with people about what I think of them, and I told him. And remember... He is not vulnerable. He is a powerful journalist. He has a power of the poison pen, which he has used against me. That's fine. I accept that because cowboys don't cry. I am not crying about the fact that he made the publication. And he must not cry if I call him a liar and an opportunist and an idiot because he is all those three things. So, Judge, just picking up on one of the things that you said, and I'm interested in finding out whether you, you, you hinted towards possibly suing him that he would even walk on the streets without his pants on, um, you know, to not directly quote you on that, uh, but that yes. was more or less what you were saying. Yes, is that the route that you're going to be yeah, taking? No, no, I won't take that route. So you won't be I, suing him? I, I said no, no, I'll never sue him. Uh, I'm not, everybody that knows me knows that I'm not that sort of guy. And uh, he can be rest assured that uh, I'm not going to sue him. I have, I have told him what I think of him. He has published it. Things have happened, and that's it. So I have, I have no intention of suing me. And if he has any intentions of suing me, of course, I'll, I'll defend it quite carefully. But uh, I think it's done. I think yeah. that... I so let's just deal very quickly, Judge, with the issue of the of the apology that you've you've stressed now. You said you've apologized. So the apology yes. is directed at who? Is it directed at the, the journalist? Is not that is directed at the whole world, him included, for the inappropriate tone of the conversation. I am not apologizing for the content of the conversation at all. Uh, I am not apologizing for that because I believe that the content of the conversation was true and I believe someone needs to ask him where he got this information from that there are proceedings pending against me because there are absolutely none. And I'm sorry that journalists cannot invent these things and get away with it. So I'm quite happy to take him on in the public domain Mm. I'm quite happy, and I don't care if, if, if I suffer personally as a result of it. I'm a little worried about my family because they shouldn't suffer because of my conduct. Yeah. But you, I, I, you know, I, don't, I don't have too much time. Sorry, Judge. Yes, let yes. me ask something because you, you both 
uh, accepted in that interaction of 39 minutes that English was not your first language. Um, yes. and, 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 you, and, 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 and you said what you said about him and, and, uh, and yes. his conduct yes. around English. And, and then you spoke in, I think it was in, in Gujarat. Yes. yes. So what was it if you are able to translate that that you said uh, in Gujarati for us? Because I don't understand it. So I just oh, thought no, I'd, I I'd, you swore at him. I swore at him in Gujarati. So how, how, was, how, would you tra- was, how would you translate that swearing into English? And I do apologize if it offends anybody, but I am asking something very critical because the audio is out there. It's unedited. So if it offends people, I am very sorry. I'll take the, the, the brunt for that up front and so on and so on. But I just need to know what you said to him. Can I just say that it is, uh, it is, it is a dirty word for an idiot, which refers to the anatomy of a human being. Uh, male or female? Uh, uh, male. Male, male rear anatomy. Which is and quite often used to denote stupidity. But you, you meant that, though. Uh, I, 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 no, that is one of the inappropriate things. That is the tone and the content which I apologize for, actually. Uh, it was meant to be abused. And, and I certainly did not, did not mean that. Mm. And that is the inappropriateness of the conversation. But, I'm not apolog- but that wasn't true content. It was just my anger at his... When I asked him about his conduct and so on, the excuse he makes for uh, getting everything wrong is that English is not his first language. Now, I've heard that sort of excuse before. He writes in English. He always writes in English. He works for an English-language newspaper. And I really thought it was a pit, absolute pit, for him to say to me, English is not his first language, as an excuse for what he said. If you look at what he writes, uh, English does look like his first language to me. And he's a journalist. He operates in English. And that is not the excuse he should have made. And, and, and you, hint, you hinted towards that being a, a racist type of remark, which I understand. I wanted to yes. take you somewhere because it, it's also important for us to establish whether there was a long-standing history that even went as far back as the 10th of December 2020. Uh, this was at a press a conference when, when he, Uti um, said so again, was present to ask the following, and this was your response. And I'll get you a quick response after that. Yeah. I see Tisetso. I think we've lost Tisetso. Can we go to Zahir? Zahir, you can take the No, I'm here. Koketo. Koketo, I'm here. Can you hear okay. me? Okay. Yeah, loud and clear, Tisetso. Please go ahead. Okay. I just have a question to the, to the board chair there. Uh, I mean, in, in, in your mandate from the minister, are you working? Do you have any terms of references you are working within? I mean, are there any areas where uh, maybe you're not allowed to? Or, or you are allowed to do anything that you uh, that you deem uh, fit. Do you have any terms of references that you are working under? Okay, can I just say that those terms of reference have been made public. Please do your homework and don't ask me those sorts of questions. And I think that the very notion that we can do exactly what we want to do, I dismiss as utter nonsensical mischief. So please do your homework. Find the terms of reference, 
They are all there in public. We are not here to feed you. You, you would remember that interaction there. Oh, so, I remember it now, yeah. Yeah. but I have forgotten about it up to now. But I remember it, and I can. Uh, two things I want to say. First is that that didn't stay with me because it was done and done. But I regarded that as a dirty question because he, the whole world knew by then, and any sensible journalist would know that there were terms of reference. What he was saying was he had been told by somebody that... Um, that we were going, we were doing anything we liked and not sticking to our terms of reference. An honest journalistic question, and I don't like lies under any circumstances, that's one of my weaknesses, or strength, I don't know which. But an honest journalistic question would be to say, you have done A, B, and C, is that within your terms of reference? This way of asking the question is slyly making the allegation that you are not sticking to your terms of reference, you are doing anything you like, and the sly way of asking that question is to pretend that you don't know that there are terms of reference, which you do know, and you ask this indirect sly question. And I'm afraid, Robert, even if you ask me a sly question of that sort, Unless you genuinely have, I mean, if as a sports reporter you didn't know, then I would, I would say that, I mean, really, you do your job so badly, I might even call you an idiot if three weeks later you question me as a journalist and says, say to me, do you have terms of reference or do you do anything you like? Because even if you didn't know as a sports writer that we were given terms of reference or didn't get to know about it, then that's bad reporting. So I thought knew, if he didn't know he was an idiot, if he knew that we did have terms of reference, and the whole world knew by then, they were heavily publicized, even in his newspaper, then it was a dirty question, and I don't like dirty questions, aimed at implying that we were doing exactly what we liked. So if you want to ask me a question, you want to ask me straight, don't go at it in the indirect way. I hope, we can get a chance to, I hope we can get a chance to chat uh, again, yes. Judge, because I know yes. that uh, you could only chat to us after 7, of and course. it has limited the time. Uh, so yes. we'll negotiate with you. I would also of love course. to know whether uh, the work that you were brought in to do with Dan Cricket is saying uh, you feel that uh, a lot has been accomplished, I think, midway through February, yes. Uh, yes. that the work is supposed to come to an end. You know, mm-hmm. have we moved anywhere forward? Uh, so... Thank you for the clarity around what I was able to extract from you for today, but I do appreciate your availability as you <laughs> normally do for the show. I hope you didn't have to extract anything. I thought I told you everything voluntarily, man. Uh, we, we had to extract the translation from Kujarati to English. Oh, yes, of course. Of course. Yes. Not extracted. I really gave it to you too, man. No, it, it, no it, had to, it had to go the extraction route. I might not be a dentist, but extraction was part of the process. Judge, thank, thank you, you so much indeed for your time. Uh, I appreciate I it. I regarded it as extraction. Thank you very much for a very courteous and decent interview. Thank you. Former CSA interim board chairperson, uh, Judge Zach Yacoub, there uh, on clarification. Somebody said, please read this to the judge. Choices made in anger cannot be undone. Uh, You'll give us your thoughts about what you feel and what you say. He says, you know, whatever it is, he's apologized, but he still holds the same sentiments that he said uh, to Tisadzo in that interview that he said. So, yeah, that's Judge Zach Yacoub.